no ID. Pulling up in that big body, run it up till I'm rich, right? Yo, I did not lose what it, up I with it, man? Got it. Had to let that breathe a little bit. Yeah, Shout out to some more artists out of DFW, out of Dallas, South Dallas, that is, man. Free Black. Special shout out to my boy AT, man. Just uh, kicking off Greenlight Music Group, Management Group, Dallas based. And, you know, I'm all for, you know, people elevating and just trying to build and grow the brand, man, and just trying to push the culture forward, man. So shout out to all of y'all, man. For real, man. I'm rocking with that one. The name of that song is uh, No ID by Free Black. Y'all check that out for real, for real. My boy Knowledge, man, is us two in this thing again, bro. What's good with it? What up with it? Did you buy black this week? I did buy black this week. Um, uh, shout out to, let me let you know exactly what it was, because I bought some skincare from uh, a black-owned um, group. Uh, I'm going to tell you what it is when I find it. But, yeah, before, I'm going to get to it, and I'm going to go back to that, but I did buy black yes. a few times. Shout out to uh, Soul to Soul. Uh, new uh soul food restaurant right by right by my crib. So yeah, I got my black to black on. I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do better next week, man. I got I gotta find some internet websites that's really out there fit my taste. Also, man, special shout out to a new um black owned brand, uh Kitty Care Beauty. Uh Kitty Care with the K's. Um, it's actually a skincare brand that uh it really is. The niche audience is for black women and black mm-hmm. men as far as, you know, ingrown hairs and how, you know, we shave, especially the private areas and things of that nature. Oh, so it's uh, for unisex. Yeah, it's unisex. You can oh, use, bo- it's basically because, no. you know, we have coarse hair, man. So, yeah. I think uh, so now. you know, things that are basically geared towards us, by us, it, 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 it should work and help because we have a different type of melanation. You know, as far as the skin, the hair. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, widespread uh, items that are not for us don't work as effectively for us. So yeah, um, it's kind of it's dope that we actually get more and more uh, people that are uh, are actually creating brands and, and products that are for us because we know what we want better than anybody else. You know, so I'm all for that. And uh, you know, last week we missed because you know it's another holiday that we're not celebrating. You know, uh, uh, the 4th of July came. Man. You know, um, I use it as another time just to sit by the pool and and and, and grill and just, it was a day off. You know, that's pretty much what I looked at it as. Man, yeah, I looked at it as a day off. It, it was a day off, man. It was, uh, it was crazy uh, having, that, having that extra free time but limited in your space. You know, that was like, and it was 100 and, it was not about 98. It was hot enough. It was hot, man. It was nice, bro. Um, it was actually just a, a relief, a relief to actually to. It felt like summer for the first time in a while, as far as like seeing people out moving around. Because uh, you can say what you want to say, but white people gonna move. They gonna they gonna get out on Fourth of July, whether it's COVID or not. So that shit, the traffic was rampant. Mm-hmm. They was trying to be real nice, super nice. You know, I ain't, I ain't deal with no bullshit that day. Very nice. Luckily, shout, shout, shout out to the uh, Duncanville police officer. Uh, very nice. You know. Oh, you was popping firecrackers. Yeah, wife, wife was all down with some fireworks. So we we run down th- South Thirty Five, uh, past uh, way past near Wachahassee to the big fireworks place. Get us some stuff, and and she like, we can do it in the backyard. I'm like, okay, you sure? She's like, yeah, <laughs> we can do it in the backyard. So we get one of these uh, 
I don't know, one of the ones that really shoots up high like a Roman candle. Yeah. Man, within about three minutes later, after it was over with. Was he black or white? Oh, <laughs> uh, he was white, brother. But he was cool. Yeah, he was cool. He was like, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I was like, thank you, thank you, thank you. He already knew, like, man, please, you know, I'm just, I don't want no bullshit, man. Right, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying, you know. But I do, uh, I go back to what we were saying, man. We need to, they need to stay in shape more. They should be all, they should be, police officers should be the best in shape people. They, they should be already. They should be the most well-conditioned people. Yeah, they should be almost a step behind the military and shit. Why do you say that? Because they we, we protect and serve. That's their motto. You can't protect and serve and you the was eight he, by four or uh, five. He was don't overweight know? or something? Huh? He was overweight? I mean, he just wasn't. Put you feel like you could that, take him. That one glimmer. Yeah, you that's why like I was like, <laughs> You sized him up when he walked up. He's like, I really I whooped this nigga if he go there. Right. That one look. That one look. That one look what I was trying to get at. Yes, yes. I'll he allow you. He wound up looking like Bubba in Heat of the Night. I don't know if y'all remember Heat of the Night. The big yeah, white, I remember the big white cop. Yeah. The tight shirts. You know, you got to. I aged myself with that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all don't know about that. Man. That's part of Mississippi, man. Ooh, boy, that was, <laughs> hey, one of them shows that you was looking at that you was like, dang, it's hot. You know what, bro? The whole show looked hot. Like every, every episode. Every episode. Uh, it was a box fan in every scene. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. 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 Man. Bro, they would make shows like that. They had those openings that was that dope. Like man, they production. They, they got in the heat of the night. I can't hit that, but you know how you know. Hey. Yeah, it was. I had. To, I didn't watch it. I watched it a few times with my uncle, my mama, and my grandma. Bro, that's for all my. That's for all the kids that didn't grow up with cable, bro. Y'all know who it is. They came on UPN about eleven p.m. at night. That yep. was late night television mm-hmm. on regular television. You know yep. what I'm saying? But uh, I had said that it was a. Uh, I, I, I bought from a, another skin uh, company, black owned skin company. And oh. that, so I have the name is Holly Hall Supply Company, based out of Houston. Dermatologist developed and uh, it's a skincare that pretty much works. So I bought some uh, some uh, beer balm, like beer drops, and I also bought a facial cream that's that my homeboy said works immaculately. So if y'all how do you use that facial cream? Do you use it in the shower or after? Like a you just moisturizer? use it after. It's a moisturizer, okay. so you put it okay. on and uh, and it's basically you know highly melanated skins so like ourselves. You know it's great for that. It's dermatologist approved. It, 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 it's actually created by a dermatologist. So y'all. Check in with that also. What's man. that we, IG your name? Holly Hall Supply. Okay. Holly Hall Supply. I'm gonna check you out. Yeah, man. And um, so it's been an interesting week, bro. It's been a lot going on, man. Within the culture and outside the culture, bro. Yeah, I mean You know, I ain't wanna start off with the big the big elephant in the room because yeah, I feel we, like we have to table that one, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, uh no pun intended. <laughs> like, <laughs> we gotta untangle something. Yeah, we yeah, we gonna have to untangle that web, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah. A lot of things happen, especially when we, uh, you know, we discuss like, you know, what would Kanye? Well, yeah, we what, know we can we what, what Kanye gonna do in twenty twenty? Yeah, we want to. Yeah, let's leave with that because you know we kind of work our way up, and we gonna work. Yeah. We gonna yeah. work regressively back from the early part of the week the, and all the way up into the most recent shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what's Kanye? Kanye? Hold on, what's Kanye early this week? Yeah, it was like lit in the last yeah. week, er, going in early this week. Yeah, yeah. Like shit happens so goddamn quick nowadays. Man, it's it hard did, to keep it up. Did, it did. It's like, man, you know. <laughs> yeah, you was on a good run, bro. Like, <laughs> we it was, was just champion, good you, bro. Run. Like, oh, you just. I'm talking about knocking them out the ball. 
And then, I mean, first off, where did people assume that this tweet assumed 2020? He just said he running for president and put nah, he vision said, 2020. He said he already got his vice president. Yeah. yeah, nah, this ain't no four years down the line. He said he ready to jump off the porch now. Hey, but he, <laughs> he answered our question, though. What? He probably listened to Unspoken Conversation if you're not <laughs> checking it out. We asked him, like, what are you going to do? He said, hey, he's not supporting Donald Trump this year. Bro, he said he's not supporting Donald Trump because he want to run. Of course you ain't supporting Donald Trump. But I look at it like this. Because he, he said if it wasn't for Trump, he would run on the Republican ticket. So he did oh, say that. Okay. And so... Uh, but he's gonna run. What did he say? The black party. What, what was the name of the party? Birthday, Birthday party. party. Uh, I don't know who the fuck is gonna take that one. Like what you like? You know how they got the donkey and they had an elephant. Yeah, so I, guess I was, was gonna have a cupcake. With <laughs> little, with little, yeah, with the little sprinkles or something. Yeah. Like, I was just thinking. Of that. I was cupcake. just thinking of that. Like what this dumbass is gonna do with a symbol? What type of symbol is it gonna be? It's gonna be a cupcake, bro. Blue, white, and red cupcake. <laughs> Man. Man, I can see it now, dog. So, yeah. bro, like, honestly, you know, they, you know, they kind of insinuated, you know, mental health as far as like the bipolar, you know, expels and everything like that. Yeah, I, I just heard. I that. ain't even want to give it that much credit. I honestly believe <laughs> Kanye is the same type of person Donald Trump is at the deep end. If they got something that's on their heart, bro, you know how sometimes you just think on the shit and sit on it. Right. They don't have that. They like water, bro. It's they fluid. They just gonna let it come out, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know how when you try to put a cap on water, but it's coming out so damn powerful, it still yeah. bleeds through. That's yeah. like the people, cause you know they got pub publicists and people that are actually trying to monitor the social media. Right, right. But it's like these motherfuckers move so goddamn like instantly. Mm -hmm. Like it's like you know how they say you post a type it and then read it and then be like, should I post this shit? Yep. They don't. They don't. They don't practice. That. I'm laughing because I, I'm just having. I'm just having that feedback at work today. With some <laughs> exactly. He said, "Man, feedback, Marcus, you great, but sometimes I be talking about ABC and you be a DEF already." <laughs> Man, you got to learn how to like you say. And we. It is word of advice to everybody. If you having that situation, like Antoine just said, write that shit down. <laughs> before you speak it read out. it read, read it, it slowly it. read it like Floyd you yes. know when you read it word by word phonetically yes yeah, I should go run for president 2020 20. that shit don't make sense fuck it I am Kanye <laughs> saying I will run for president in 2020 then stop and take a deep breath about it. Is Kim K ready to be first lady? Right. Yeah, let's look. Is Northwest ready to to grow up in the eyes of the American public even more? <laughs> is my family ready to live in the White House? Right. <laughs> like, right. Just assess the whole thing, bro. You think Kylie gonna be cool with having a uh, have her uh, photo bathing suits like in the goddamn like West Wing or the damn pool, whatever that shit is? That like you I gotta don't think, think they got a pool at bro, the White House? Just. Like, why would you even clout? You know we trying to get together. You're going to split the vote because you're going to have some dumbasses that ride we a. You ain't going to split the vote, but you're going to have a small pocket of people that you're going to take votes away from. Dog, you running the, You say you want to get Trump up out of there. You ain't say that, but you're not supporting him. So, obviously, 
I'm in the black and white way when it comes to politics. Either you support them or not. If you try to not, if you're not supporting them, that means you're trying to get them out of there, right? Right. 100%. So why the fuck would you try to get into in there knowing that your pool is gonna be a few of the people that need to be voting on that side? I I still I still think that he this is I I, I don't want to call this a troll because it's no a it is a troll because he ain't even put his paperwork. Okay, it's a troll. God damn it! And that's all I'm taking it like that's it, yay. Like. Yeah, I'm gonna give you two credits. These new two tracks that you done put out, post Jesus is King, I've been impressed because it seemed like you done found your cadence on how not you stick to stick to music and clothes, huh? Music, clothes. No, I mean you can. I mean I kind of like your cool rants on, but you gotta, <laughs> but but keep them at the medium level, like you know what I'm saying. Like just be fun with it, you know what I'm saying? I but, know, Kanye don't do shit medium. <laughs> you know that. I don't know why you. He wouldn't be who he is today for trying to do a shit medium, bro. He gonna make that shit brash, man. But you do know, Kanye. If you are running for president, Kanye don't care about black people. They gonna come out to you, like they gonna come out to you, bro. Because I do feel that what you did to George Bush was wrong. Oh yeah, we. I remember we argued you down about that at the old studio. <laughs> I, I, not that you say that, cause you, but the way you said it though, it makes it makes sense now in this climate, because how we try to paint people with a wide brush for one certain situation, then you get some shit that's much worse. Like <laughs> exactly, man. And, and you supporting like, this nigga, this man? Ain't that bad, like, right? Like, dude, <laughs> man. That's sad, bro. No, like we don't even we don't even shit on uh, on Bush no more. Like Bush, Bush, <laughs> we we fucks with Bush damn near at this point. Oh because, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, Bush, Bush, my guy, man. Bush, my guy, man. Oh, Bush, your guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, shit, damn near the he had that cute southern twang to him. You know what I'm saying? So he wasn't as much of an asshole. He he didn't come off asshole like man. Donald now we Trump got the is, whole smoke with Donald Trump, and we can't handle that shit. And speaking of this dude, now, like I mean, if it's some. And, and since we own politics, and we said we ain't gonna really get in deep into it, but this dude then basically pardoned his homeboy that basically lied to a grand jury on everything. <laughs> yeah, like, I like, got uh, you well, I got he you didn't clear. pardon him. He um, uh, what is he? Ex- uh, Clemens. Clemens. Yeah, so he ain't got. He, he ain't got to deal go. with shit. So it ain't even on his record. Whoa! Like I think when you Clemency, like that shit, like that, sealed. Wow. And he was and listen. He was complaining about. He said he got a. He said he got a deep rooted medical injury, uh, medical condition called asthma, which will increase my chances of getting COVID. Bruh. <laughs> he, I, oh my goodness! Like the things that I'm saying, the things that we're seeing Trump is doing, uh, and 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 more. Of what I'm seeing more of helping his bu- a buddy system is something that we shouldn't tolerate as well. I'm oh. still not gonna sit up here and just say this man is racist. No, I, all right. Who? Trump. Bro, I ain't gonna, and I say this because I think if it was black people that got him in our office, he'd be all in the videos just like he was at the Source Awards. That's and all. And like I, I already told people, I don't call Trump a racist. I call him an elitist, which I think is even Great. worse. Uh, and that's in classes, yeah. Yeah, because I, right. think, I think uh, being an elitist is even, much, even more heartless because that means no matter who it is, bro, I don't fuck with you if you ain't on my level. That's even worse. Because, like, yeah. a racist is somebody who has, you know, 
I'm gonna That's a character flaw, you know. Trust me, but a racist is somebody I just don't fuck with you because you don't look like me, or you not, you don't, you're you're not of my kind. I'll go with uh, you. But saying, an elitist got... is somebody who will fuck his own over. Like yeah. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the worst type of person is somebody that will fuck their own over, because you have no moral compass, but finance and and, and greed. That's the worst type of person in my eyes. Yep. So an elitist is somebody like that to me. Yeah. That's narcissism on a whole nother level. Yeah. That almost would be, you almost, I mean, could, now you can, because if you get to the elitist status and you see somebody different, but from the outside looking in, you could paint the picture that an elitist is a narcissist and a uh, sociopath, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah. Like, man, yeah, because you, like, that's a different level right there, man, because, it's at the end of the day, be careful who you align yourself with when it comes to trying to, we were talking about that last time, like anybody that had anything to gain or lose from a consumerism standpoint were pretty much at the mercy of the media and, and, their, and their laws. Look at Goya. You know, the, the, the uh, CEO of Goya went out there. That Look. Mexican seasoning and rice and beans and yeah, he do. what happened? He went and said, uh, you know, cha- uh, basically, champion Trump is like he's something we needed, and he stood on that shit again when they interviewed him again on the news on CNN or Fox, whatever one of those. And then Trump today was like, "Yeah, I love Goya." I'm like, "Bro, man, <laughs> like it's like dog." You like and but at the end of the day, that's what we we dealing with. Like consumerism is like you almost having to pick a side. So it's best for you. A lot of these bigger companies are just basically staying in the middle, staying neutral. Yep. So at the end of the day, is it worth it? They made a big point um, about um, a lot of these companies. Um, have you noticed that like none of this is affecting the banking in- industry? <laughs> like it ain't like. Diversity and shit. We don't got no black CEOs at Chase. <laughs> like Jamie Dimon and Brian Mulholland, them, they gonna stay at Bank of America and Chase. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to boot their ass out of um, here. Why would you? Chase being CEO Jamie Dimon, or what is it, Jamie Dimon? Jamie Dimon. Being the uh, CEO of Chase is like basically like having a seat at the table. No, you are. You uh You at the table. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the table is, you at that table. You know what I mean? So, um, Damn, you know that's 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 when it comes to Kanye. You know he had us dip off into the politics a little bit. You know, um, we had a, uh, another uh, thing going this week in in the culture. Um, first off, Clifford Harris. <laughs> he been a, boy. He been a little pit now, Tip now. Nah, this is this now. Nah, this tip. You want you want you don't you want to know why I call him Clifford Harris <laughs> because. This is the refined tip. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. he gonna try to articulate you to death. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I deserve to be amongst the pinnacle of hip hop greatness. <laughs> <laughs> Among the Jay Z's and Kanye West's. Then, but then, no, then he made sure he grew his hair out. And looked. Yeah, he looked like he, he looked like he was trying. All right, brother. He, he looked like Django, bro. Like, for <laughs> real, man. But really, it's just weird. I think everybody right now, Versus got everybody in their bag of trying to prove their shit again. Like Until he started clapping, I didn't want to see it. But, but that's what it is. Like, I, you know, shout out to Swiss Beats and Timberland for creating the platform. 
Yeah. It's so funny how I just created smoke where there was no smoke. Like, <laughs> like, like when you see the momentum that comes with one battle after another, yep. you like, man, shit, we gonna shock the world. So now you ready to throw out another uh little bomb. So he was like, man, I want to, he want 50 cents, he want all the smoke. Yep. And honestly, I wanted to talk to you about that. Hmm. Who would you think if you were to line up that discographies side by side between T.I. and 50 Cent, who do you think would win that battle hypothetically? Hmm. Uh, it, it would definitely be sequence on that one. And I say... What you mean by that? Uh, it'd be the sequence of how the um, order of of tracks, how do they, you know, how do they... Uh, go against each other, and 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 how do they respond to each other's? Because uh, Fabulous dropped the ball last. Woo! One he, and then what you saw? You know what? That's when you saw just someone. You saw right there two models. You saw uh, preparation one, and one somebody winging it. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Much as much as much as y'all can laugh about Jada, but when you come prepared, you can celebrate. You can tell. You, you can celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jada, shout out to Jada Kane. That nigga champion all that. Man, I'm talking about even perform for him. <laughs> he gave you a real show. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but no, so uh, I think, put it this way, it, and I say the sequence because anything pre 05, 50 gonna kill him. He's making too many concessions. He gonna, that no, means no, no, you, he you gotta gonna, make all the concessions. No, 50, then you 50, know gonna, who gonna 50 gonna eat him. Like, put it this way. Side A, like the first half hour, I expect to be like many men. It's, no, it's going to have to be a very heavy get rich or die trying rollout because, you know, the first, yep. you, the, if you start quick, you're going to have to segment get rich or die trying. Like, I don't think 50 would be able to just do periodically like what he scale, he does it in periods because he doesn't have as many. Uh, widespread hits as T.I. Right. Like, T.I. has error hits. Like, 24s, then whatever you like, then paper trail. Then like It's like he can kind of spread over more years so he can have more widespread sound. Yep. But also, so 50, if it comes sequentially, T.I. going to eat him up because what's going to happen is going to be very front-centered for, t- for 50 Cent. I think, I think t- it don't matter. Like you said, I'm just trying to find some padding around 50. <laughs> Because I think he, I think he's great for the industry in, yeah, in many yeah, ways. Pay more, they pay more attention to his impact on the industry and the arts outside of his music. Yep, but I do think that uh, he going he's shooting that tip in other ways because he know his catalog is questioning. No, he know he done made a lot of hits. It's kind of like it's it's a real cut and dry type catalog. He gave you a product that everybody was overwhelmed with because of the the people he had backing him. But really, when you go back and look at his whole discography, that's it. <laughs> that was it. It was just some pretendo. Because what he gave after that was just straight. Who, who's that? 50 Cent. Like, I think he got he got two solid albums. He, he watered down after the first two. <clears throat> because and, at the end of the time, like, I always say, and this is going to be kind of like blasphemous for people up north probably, but I feel like 50 Cent blew his wild after his second album. Like, his first two albums, he blew his wild. That was... He emptied the chamber on that because you can't replicate that energy once you make it. Yeah. And, and that raw, effective energy, you can't replicate that once you get on. Right. 
So you can't maintain that. That's why, if you notice, T.I. started to make that little pivot where he started dressing up in, in the, like he, he, he made it sound growner and was able to make that transition. It kind of, but it gets harder to do as you get older. That's what makes people like Jay so special. He's still able to like come with something like a 444 and keep your attention. And that's the hardest part of being a rapper is being able to age without Jay, your music falling off. But but that goes, that, that goes that Jay's strategy. That goes to just Jay's strategy. And I think 50 has it because you still see 50, but he realized 50, 50 the, the 50 cent, I must say, brand is bigger than music. It, we don't need no more 50 cent music. And that's what right. you was getting at. Like, it's just it was it's made. Music it, two 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 albums was enough for Fifty Cent. You can we can go back and listen to that. He can do you know uh, what's the track he got with Chris Brown, which is one of I'm the man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like that came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I, I need you to just drop little little bangers here and there. I don't need bodies to work from Fifty Cent. Right. You know because you still see Fifty in Power. You still see Fifty in the new ABC show that he had. Yeah. So I I, I understand why like. <laughs> We don't need it, but and he'll lose too. I mean, just to be straight, I just think he'll lose. Like, I, but I want to see it. But I, I really didn't want to see Fifty at all. What I want to see is Jeezy and Rick Ross. Man, I'm talking about woo. That'll be. I'm talking about. I don't. All forty tracks mm. would just be a vibe. I'm talking mm. about. Man, that'd be like two different sounds competing with each other. Just that that luxurious verse, that trap. Man. That, mm. You might have done did something right there, man. Who we need to call? <laughs> Kenny, what up, man? Yeah, yeah you, 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 the, you the versus plug I heard, bro. Right, like, man. man, who we need to put that, uh, like. Make it happen. Ross and no, um, Jeezy, But no, nah, bro, um, damn, that would be a good battle. Because um, it's kind of hard to, to really, like, think of who really would sound bec- together because everybody think, oh, just because y'all beefed or had history, like, that would be a good battle. Sometimes, sonically, they're they not a match, you know? But at the end of the day, I feel like, Jeezy and, Tra- and and Ross, that would that would be a a very good battle. I like to see. So, hey, I hope we do get that Ti Fifty Cent battle. But I think Fifty Cent know he don't want to smoke. You know, I'm regionally biased. You know, being from the south. Yeah. So <laughs> if if they wait on him, I mean, I don't think they're gonna put. I don't think the effort in trying to convince him. Yeah. If you guys it's gonna be worth that, it. He ain't, but he ain't he, trying to he do it. I mean, you can probably beg, beg, beg. He's all right, but by that time. Screw it. And I don't want to see no more T- Teddy Riley's and Babyface. That them bloopers. Begging him, begging him. I knew after they kept trying to get him, that I was like, it ain't gonna go well. They trying to get two people that in the limelight that don't even like really, you know, this ain't they lane. So yep. you know. But, uh man, so what else you know? Uh <laughs> then some other stuff, cultural news. Um uh, yeah. This, I mean, this kind of started at the beginning, you know, last week with August Alcina. Yeah, um, let's take it back. Let's want to take it back. Yeah, let, let's start off. You know, people who've been living under the rock hadn't heard. So August Alcina had an interview. He sat down with Angela Yee to promote his new album um, that I've yet to hear. I've not, I haven't heard anybody talk about the music. <laughs> like, have you heard anybody actually talk about Arkansas Cena's album that dropped somewhere no. within all of this controversy? I had uh, someone in here earlier that said it was trash. That's the only thing I've heard so, about it. All right, so because <laughs> I'm like, damn, like we like he 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 supposed to be promoting music, but we ain't heard a damn snippet. We ain't saw a video clip. Like, <laughs> like you know, they always say. 
uh, good, uh, any attention is good attention. Right. But if your music is overshadowed this much by a storyline, I don't want that. Isn't isn't all his storylines overshadowed by his music? But he at least had a, a song out that was being that we could at least talk around. Like I haven't heard any music. I, I don't even know what it sounds like. And I haven't had any urge to go and find out because everybody been talking about this whole dynamic between you and Jada. And so it's kind of like you fucking, you, you sabotaged your own rollout. <laughs> don't yeah. even realize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, the story is bigger than you now. So, so, so since we went back and before we keep going forward, and you just made a good point, you like, you, satis- you, you sabotaged your own rollout. But what about the interviewer? Like, how do you feel about like what did Angela E do? Asking the questions. You think the question? Well, you think the question? Do you it's think the question? You, like the last time we we saw you really out in in the eyes of the media and everything, mm. you was the third wheel with with Jada and Will. Mm. Okay. We can't just like that's Jada and Will. That's not like mm. like we can't just overlook it's that like, shit. Like what you doing, Beyonce <laughs> like, and Jay Z? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah, you been with them two years. What was going on with that? Yeah, like get your broke ass about they have. Like it's like it's like we need to under we we want some context. If yeah. I was the media, I would be like, so how was that? You know, you might insinuate some mentorship. You ain't gonna come out and be like, "Was well, y'all having three ways?" But it's gonna be like, so you know, did you learn anything from Smiths? You know, how mm-hmm. was that being in that indoctrinated in that family? And then that's when he went left with, you know, the whole relationship dynamic with Jada Pinkett. And, well, you know, at the time initially, you know, she tried to deny it. Like she said, she ne- she she said, I never had a romantic relationship through uh, sources. Like they said, sources said they never had. You said a key word, though, now. You said romantic. <laughs> but that's that old Smith, a Will Smith Scientology type of indoctrination yeah. of trying to put in words and that to smoke screen you. It, it wasn't. It was. A, it wasn't relationship. It was entanglement. So technically, I, I didn't even, lie. Even the old, <laughs> even the old motion of ha ha ha. I'm like, we were broken through them, them last, bro. <laughs> but I'm gonna tell you the Hollywood and Will Smith and, and Jada Pinkett. And this ain't a bad thing. It just shows you about having the optics in, in your favor. Um, when you come to the red table without unkempt, not shaving, you know, Will kind of looked like he was downtrodden, but it's like he had came freshly, you know, shaved, you know, on his whole Mike Lowry tip, it wouldn't have hit as hard, you know. You getting this news? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he, he, hey, hey, hey! Sh- shout out to the men, fellas. We up on this one. Like we got way points. Him and Amorion this year, twenty twenty. It goes to y'all. Well, he, he tried to muscle through that one because when you remember she was trying to give him that old like sideways answer. You know, we had me and Ark. I mean, he's like me and August had a, a an entanglement. I wouldn't call it a relationship. It was an entanglement. No, he was like I wouldn't call it. It was an entanglement. He was like, an entanglement? You mean a relationship? Like, yeah. you're like, nah, no. you're getting off with that one, bro. Yeah. Like, she really tried to throw that out there as a smokescreen word. I I wouldn't be surprised now that they, and I, I'm be honest with you, if they was trying to rekindle and really, I think this right here probably can't, the, the camel, the straw that broke no, the camel. No, it's, it, it's, it's the opposite. You don't think so? It's the opposite. It's the complete opposite. 
Why is that? Because now you are is you and is you and her against the world now. It's not in, like a bad thing, but it's like more about once you align with her at that table and had that discussion in front of everybody, you have become like closer as a unit because y'all are having to combat this together now. Mm-hmm. It's like we we we're we're um dissecting both of y'all responses at that time in this uncomfortable state. And so what that does is when you have a union, like a marriage as long term as that one, that's like a team. It's like, I'm going to have your back. It's like, all right, your homeboy or your friend or somebody you grew up with, your family member does some shit that's sideways, but you're going to take up for them in the eyes of the public. Like, hey, I ain't, but when you get behind closed doors, we're going to deal with this shit. But we, I, I'm not leaving because that's the easy thing to do. Man, you say, hey, brother, you, 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 you sounding just where the growth that all men want to go to. You, they, but, but that's what Will Smith is. That's his and that's, brand. It's about where, growth and yep. being better than average. Yep. So it's like he would. That would be a cop out to just leave because he. But she, he, she threw that in like when he was like, I'm gonna have to pay you back. He's like, no, you already did that. You know, he knocked off some A-list. Yeah, buddy. Like, my wife even said, yeah, I heard he knocked off old Eva Mendes. Yeah, they start throwing out all these little legends. Then I read another list. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, the chick that was with him in that movie, uh, what was the movie where he was like a a scammer or some shit like that? Oh, uh, recently, that the one I I thought that was you yeah, know they what? Said he knocked that whole movie, that, one, that whole know. movie I thought that was because they, they sexual they they sexual chemistry and everything and that movie was through the roof. Yep. But uh, all I'm gonna say is, man, uh, that was a weird dynamic though to see that discussion in front of that many people because mm-hmm. you can kind of like me. I've always been somebody who gets uncomfortable seeing people have awkward conversations or interactions. Like, it, so. If you see some people in the room that don't like each other or you know they about to have an uncomfortable uh, correspondence in any way, shape, or form, or even if somebody say something that's kind of like, oh, shit, I always get uncomfortable because I'm like, oh, even if I'm not like involved in it. So seeing it, I couldn't work my way through the entire conversation because I'm like, this shit is awkward. Because you can see him trying to like laugh through it but maybe I read too much into it. I'm like, she was so goddamn casual. Well, just, that was, you know, honest, that, was that was something I, I had. To, I watched by myself first before I told my wife. Oh yeah, you, uh, yeah. I, how I, was that watching it with your mate? <laughs> I no no, I didn't watch it with her at all. No, I watched it, and it just happened by coincidence. She had ran to the store and had just went trending, so I went and I watched the 12 minute clip. I think it was about what, 12 minutes, yeah. 13. So I watched about the 12 13 minute clip, right? So by the time I um get out the bathroom or whatever. Um, that's when I told her. And then I had to go to the store. So by that time, she watched it. So what we did when we got time to talk about it, we just thought that it was um, wordplay. Wordplay was real kind of selective. Like what, you know, um, you know, I thought it was strange, though, that um, optics of it, of just, you know, this is, uh, this is my son, friend. He was introduced as my son, friend. Well, let me preface this. Before this red table, we said that, hey, I said this to my wife that it'll be weird to me if, hey, August came in as her son's friend and needed help and he kept flirting with her and he was mentally unstable. And but by him flirting with her and and knew that he had he was attracted to her. 
Like, cause yeah, Jada comes uh, off as a very strong personality. I think he was flirting with her. Then, then got into the panties, bro. I, what I'm saying, I thought that was odd. Where my wife thought she just thought that he had this infatuation about Jada. Of course, I can see that. He just see that. And, and all like, the almost way, some fanboy. Shit. Yeah, yeah, and that's what. And I was like, eh. but now when it came out, I'm thinking like Jada, if you was, if he was somewhat subliminally shooting his shot while he was friends with your son. It's kind of strange, man. I, I don't think it was that simple. You think he worked for it? No, I don't think it was that simple oh, of a okay, situation. Okay. Because Will did say in the interview that they initially, they, you know, when all came to him, he was very sick. <clears throat> and um, that's what makes it kind of like that like that much worse in the, from the perspective of Jada Pinkett. Because yeah. Like, he came to them sick. He kind of broke and battered. And you know he's emotionally fragile. You can look at his interviews. Like, he cries in every interview. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that to, like, I'm, uh, let, let I'm, me not, get I'm not saying that he to He plays show. a victim in every interview. But but what I'm saying is that's not my role to, right. to determine whether it's real or fake. What I'm saying is we know who you are because based off of what you give us. Yep. This is this is your your makeup. And so if you come into the picture, and I, I take Jada and Will Smith as a very nurturing family. I, I can see that. And so you are getting this this nurturing family, and like you said, they shared resources with him to, 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 to aid him back to help. So you got to think they're pouring into him something he's never gotten before because we know his family dynamic and everything like that was broken. So that's where you start. And that's where you create and curate the, the relationship, the bond. But then it's all about a perfect storm because Jada and Will insinuated that they were at a broken time and a, and a, and a, and, a, and a pretty much a split at their relationship at that time. So when you're nurturing someone that isn't your blood, but it's still an attraction there, what that does is like you know the rub. I can see the back rubs. I can see the the confidence speaks. You know you know uh, words. I can see the touchy feely. I can see. The eye-to-eye contact when you listening and crying on your shoulder and boom. Mm-hmm. But one thing leads to another. And it, you and, and I don't know why I can visualize how that was. So she had his nose wide open. Because Jada, I feel like she has a presence. Some people have a presence where it's like, damn, she just attractive. She's so cool. She's suave. Like. So I feel like she played, he played right into her hands. Yep. And he was probably like, he was fucking for a role. I call it fucking for a role when you're trying to get on, when you're somebody that's, you batting outside your coverage. When the woman. That nigga uh, nigga was auditioning like he was his first, trying to get his first record deal. You trying to to give her your A plus game, your loving, the intimacy, everything, because you feel like this is Jada Pinkett Smith, man. And so you know he giving her everything, bro. He, and, and I can see, and, I, and, I, and then she just said, I'm going back to Will. I'm cool. I don't even think it was that. It wasn't it even, was, I don't even think it she was broke just one day, right It was just one day he pulled up at she the crib. She stopped responding. <laughs> I got stopped responding for one, and then maybe he went by the crib, and we were like, oh, what's up, man? What up, man? What up, all hey, you like? Jada here? Oh, nah, uh, she she's sleeping right now. I yeah, tell man. You, what's up, man? What you, 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 you want to do, man? And, and one like, of those, like. I think, I think August sent her a really text. Like, Really? This how you gonna do it? And so that was another thing about the interview. So, so another thing we talked about how they used for one and a half years, and she said long time. Two things she said 
about four and a half years ago, we met August. Then she said, I haven't talked to August in a long time. Nah, a bro, long time. You been famous that long, li- bro. Listen, a long time is relative. <laughs> to me, like, you talk to Antoine. If I ain't talk to Antoine in a month, man, I that's ain't talked to him. That's a long time. You, you, you just said something there, bro. <laughs> we don't know how long a long time is. That's what I'm saying. She could have been fucking him for the last four and a half years. And they fucked him in the last three months. <laughs> exactly. Like, we don't know how long ago this actually happened, bro. Right. Damn, you that's why I was like the wordplay. No, it's when you was right. The wordplay, the wordplay was excellent. She played that shit like a politician. I'm talking about. I that was the thing. I was like, I told, I like, I told my wife. I said, now, I said, now, y'all women got a new word entanglement. Man, women, I think everybody. But you know what, bro? The only thing I hate about it is it is a little softer though. That is such a 2020 dating term. (laughs) An entanglement. We fucking like bunnies. Sometimes raw. Hopefully not. Y'all motherfuckers out here taking penitentiary chances. Trap up. And like, but uh, just doing everything under the sun. Exchanging fluids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you don't go to what together. Y'all don't really be seen too much together. Or it's kind of buddy-buddy platonic from the viewpoints of everybody outside. <laughs> so and then when he started getting feelings or she started getting feelings and he's like, so what are we? You know, I think we're just entangled in the spirit of emotions. Hey, still, hey <laughs> circling back to that motherist of it. You know, you know, niggas love to use vibes. You know, our vibe is so strong. You know, you know why do we need to put a name on it? The chemistry is there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you, you know how she got the acting part. We got soul ties. You know she ain't <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> like, niggas use everything but relationship. Right. <laughs> like, so what, you know, what y'all got going, you know, we... We trying to figure each other out. You know, we trying to see what evolves, you know? Because honestly, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't gave that whole dance around answer when a woman is asked, what am I looking for? And I'd be like, you know, honestly, I'm just trying to meet somebody that's genuine, you know, somebody that I can connect with organically. You know, you know, whatever happens from it happens. So whatever transpires, you know, using all your little T.I. words. Mm-hmm. Every T.I. words you can throw out that, that, that aligns with emotions, Without saying relationship, niggas is using it. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You know, I just see us as we're trying to figure out where we are. Right. And she thinking like, nigga, I know where I want to be. Where, where, but real talk, they don't. Where you try, no, but I what don't. I'm saying is at that time, yeah. she like, nigga, you giving me every answer but the right answer. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. Exactly, exactly. So you know how people dance around the real direct responses and correspondence, and that that episode right there of the dialogue between Will and Jada was a dancer. That was a twenty twenty discussion. If I ain't never saw one, where it was just a bunch of dancing around, and it wasn't as direct as it needed as it needed to be. I, I'm gonna say this: he was direct as much as he could be. No, but on, she on, wasn't. On. She, oh yeah, because yeah. he, he was he, trying to like he, an entanglement. Really, like he gave the preference that I in Black Twitter. So he was like, we can we can be a little bit more extra and give them more, but we already at Black Twitter. Because we already I, ran off with our co- opinions. <laughs> like, so you might as well just tell us what you want to tell us. We all already gave his feelings on, we already know how he reacted when you was just cool with, with Pop. Just simple cool with Pop. Mm. So, so him sitting up there, it took a lot of strength. And that's why I said, we up. We up. It took a lot of strength because real talk, me and we I don't need, think it's a win for us. We No, we need to see that. We needed to see that strength, man. Like, that's, I mean, majority of men cannot even fathom or handle their woman as soon as they think about cheating. Yeah. So, oh, you know, shit. Knowingly, knowingly 
your your wife had a relationship with another person. How do you navigate that situation? Yeah, and you was on your big, you know, at the time, allegedly, this is probably down at the time when you was on your big, you know, venture of getting to know yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and you kept saying, I mean, a lot of times, I was going to leave you. So, I mean, how do you really just, like, handle that? Knowledge, you said a good point, though. And I didn't even think it from that, from it, uh, from this perspective. That was a good opportunity for men to see the basis of how to handle that in a mature way, of actually having a dialogue, talking through it, because not just moving off of emotions. We don't know how it really came behind closed doors, but when you're able to see that uncomfortable stage of of dialogue of like, yeah, I had sex with another man. I was intimate. I had an intimate relationship with another man. We're going to talk through that. and mm-hmm. we, Because a lot of times, you got a lot of men that have actually had to deal with that. More men than we realize. And that is also, I think a lot of men look at that as like an, em- an emasculating thing when it's not. Because that is human emotions being yep. impacted by another human emotion. Yep. We are still physical beings. We fuck up. Men and women a lot of times. And I actually thought about that. In the 90s and early on, we didn't see that 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 storyline of women actually being unfaithful. Um, of women actually, and a man having to deal with that. When you did see it, you saw it at the highest level. Well, I don't, the highest level, at a highest level, Princess Diana. But but the thing is, they weren't together. At, no, so they we found they out they, we they found was, out they were separated, and she was seeing them on the side because they have a movie about that actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they talked of what where she met him when they were still married and things of that nature. But I'm talking about a storyline just in pop culture as far as movies or 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 sitcoms. Every time the, from the way Nick sells the. Yeah, yeah. The how to be a player is always Been the guy yeah. moving foul in a relationship. Yep. You never see what is the outcome of when a woman steps outside of her marriage. And then you've seen it more as time has come along recently, you know, insecure things of that nature. Well, because I feel like that's something a lot of men need to see. That storyline of how do I get like because a lot of times we saw how moves guys moved off emotions in Best Man when he was ready to throw his man all over the over the um, the balcony because of a relationship they had ten years ago in college. That so I want to see it from the other side of being able to get through without moving off emotions. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think um, I think that was a good sign of where you can point an angle of where men are broken at. Like you know, it it, it comes like a lot of people think that. You know, if you're a son, you need a father figure to be strong. Man, to be honest with you, when you're a son, you need both. You know what I'm saying? You need a good balance of both, man. You know what I'm saying? You you need you need you need to see that womanly touch to know that, you know, it's gonna be you need those advices from your mother as well as much as you need it from your father. But I think a lot of times though, is the problem with and I can only speak from the black household because that's what I was raised in, I've seen that. Mm-hmm is we hide our youth and our kids from a lot of the actual emotional dialogue. Because it's a lot that we've been building but, up. But it's I'm decades talking, of pain. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about, like, 
So I, I get why why it's been like, hidden from us because it was hidden from me too. Like then you find out like what you're saying. Why you go get your son a hundred and eighty pair of dollar shoes? You know what I'm saying? But you still need to worry about the light bill. You see what I'm saying? Stuff no, like, I'm, I'm talking about just how we deal with we hide emotions and dialogue. Yeah. It's like we practice bad habits in a family structure. And no, really, no one really calls it out because we don't recognize the bad habits unless it's spoken of by somebody on the outside looking in. But let me tell you this, though, and it, it's all about it. It's 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 uh when you when you know when you use the phrase like ignorance is bliss, meaning yeah. when it's, it's you know. So I give you a prime example. I mean, personally, my family, man, I had I re- I had a reality check three weeks back when I went home because I realized that. <laughs> You know, we all learn differently, and we all stop, and some stop learning too. Yeah, and 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 regardless on how much you assume that they should know something, they don't know. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't want to know. And right. then what happens is stubbornness increases. They stubbornness stubbornness level increases. So it's harder to get not you know to get to them get out things of it. Through. You know what I'm saying? And, and get teach them out old, of teach yeah, old dog old, new tricks. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. It's just, it's just hard, you know. It just, it, it, I, I can see where, um, you can be like people are stubborn with it. Because the thing is, I see so much nowadays, and I hate. Now I've, I've said this several times on the show how we romanticize the past too much. You know, when people say, "Why do, I, why don't the marriages last as long today as they did back in the days of our grandparents?" Well, first of all, access, access, <laughs> you. Like if you, you lived in Houston, it. you couldn't, you didn't see this 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 fine woman or fine man in Dallas across your timeline. So you didn't. You, there was no way for you to interact with somebody on the other side of the country or the other mm-hmm. side of town. True. Outside of it being personal, in person. Also, there wasn't a platform for people to get their shit off. So if something went down and some mess went down in your side, your household, a lot of times it stayed in your household. It was a code. That's good and bad at times because a lot of times abuse and things got swept under the br- under the rug. But I say all that to say that was a lot of that's a lot of broken marriages that had to just muscle through the time the test of time. You had people who were no longer intimate. You had people who slept in separate bedrooms. But when you come around that that marriage as a grandkid or or a kid or a nephew, and you see this 50, 40 year marriage, then you see what they want you to see. Well, no, you see the work and the effort they, no, they no. put in. I'm saying you see what they want to see. I mean, they're not always happy. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? In marriage, they never say in marriage, in marriage, they never say, in that one part, it's about happiness. It's not, it's, it, 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 like, it's, marriage is not about happiness. Because you're not always going to be happy at any time. You're not going to always be happy. You're not going to always speak be. on that, though. That's a, that's a real thing. Man, you just not, it's just, you got to align with, and I'm just speaking for my, I can only just speak for mine. It's just you got to align with what you want in a marriage. You know what I'm saying? I've seen some people do marry for the right reasons. I, I, it's not a right or wrong. You just got to align to what you feel what your you're marriage marrying want. for. Like if you want your best friend, you know what I'm saying? And that's what you want is a best friend. Then you you seek that best friend and you find them common interests. You know what I'm saying? It may be other common interests. Partnerships. That, that if some people are in, <clears> it's just partnerships. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure a lot of political relationships. Passion. 
You know what I'm saying? Passion. Like, that what, is your, what are you looking for in your marriage is the top thing? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and once you define that, and um, damn it, it's a goddamn me. Uh, what is it? The five love, the love, the love language. Your love languages. Once you really identify with something similar to like your love languages, are they you, secret? Yeah. Then you can align with, and all of it don't make sense. So, for example, give you a prime example about that is, I'm really when I started out like with me and my wife, I really. Wasn't about her giving me, you know, gifts. You know, you know, it wasn't on the highest priority. It was just more about communication with her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now we with 13, seven years in a marriage, 12 years in a relationship. I want to be appreciated a little bit more. I want, I want to come home and all of a sudden it may be, you know, some super dope. Cause it's based off of the need of what you have at that time and that place in your life. Like sometimes, like you say, those love languages can change. Mm-hmm. Like when you, I feel like when you're at a time where you're not as happy with what the outside world is, as far as your job or your place in life or things of that nature, words of endearment, them acts of service, you know, it's more about like enhancing my my morale sometimes yep. versus more about like dependence as far as consistency. Cause like you need certain things at certain times and certain points in your life. Nobody has a true consistent love language. It's not going to remain the same over the test of time. Definitely not. And so that's the that's the scary part and also the dynamic part, I think, of being and navigating a relationship in a marriage because you're figuring this thing out day to day. And, and that's really what they say. It's a long-term day-to-day cycle because it's the, it's the peaks and valleys, man. Uh, and that's why I'm glad you spoke on that because my, I know my main uh, – my main love language that I enjoy is active service, but I don't like big like acts of service. Explain that. So acts of service to me is something small, something as simple as you at my house and you make my bed up after you got out of it. <laughs> like I didn't ask you to, but if I come out the shower or something and I see, oh, dang, she made my bed up. Or I told you I like uh, fruit snacks or whatever, and you – Bring my favorite fruit snacks when you come over. It's like something as simple as that. It would just, it's a win for me because it's like, obviously you were thinking of me in the process. You know what I'm saying? So I don't need much. I don't require much. But a lot of times people miss the mark and they overthink situations when you're getting to know somebody. Yep. Well, you can overextend and make that person uncomfortable because I don't receive well. I don't receive big acts of, and you know, and gifts like that a large and, and impactful gifts well from my mate. And that's one thing I have to work on. I'm trying to work on that too. Like it ain't even just impactful gifts, yeah. just gifts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I know if someone asks me for something, I'm going to get them what they ask for. Right. Where, you know, sometimes people just get you a gift because they think you need it. Well, you might not know you need it. And you, you got to be appreciative of those because those gifts come those gifts come more than those big gifts that you really be wanting. Right. Because I get more enjoyment out of seeing people, you know, you know, enjoy something that I provided. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that more than I enjoy receiving it. But also, I'm trying to teach myself how to just say thank you. You know how sometimes yep. when somebody does something for you, you say, oh, you have to do it, man. You ain't, man. Thank you. Just learn yeah, how to accept yep. it and say thank you. Yeah. That's something we don't even realize we do. Right. It, it just you're right, and that, you know what? You're right. I've I've I had to learn the hard way on that, but I'm 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 getting to the point where 
whatever it is, thank you. You know what I'm saying? And go back to those be them small blessings that you need. Yeah. You know, that you may not know you need it, but man, you later down the road, it may come in handy. Yeah. You're like, you know, somebody thought about you then, you know, and you can rely on them. So, yeah, man. I like how we tapped in on, you know, the relationship dynamics and everything like that, you know, added some depth to the uh to the co- yeah. to the conversation. I, I rock with that one. You know what I'm saying? Good podcasting. Good podcasting. Already, bro. already, man. Uh, we, we got, we got. Uh, what else we talk? Oh, oh um, the NBA back and everything like man. that. Man, and um, college campus is trying to adjust already, and teachers not going back to school. Man, that's that's trying to open open the world back up. That that struggle. And, and you know what? And, and and before we get into the NBA about this, man, I think I don't know. Like, I think our next big. It's like a scary movie. Our next big phase of a pandemic is when you say, hey, all these kids are back on one campus and they go through flu season. Yeah. Then you got the people that's at work that go home from the campus. You got all the people in one building spreading into another building and then they go to a football game. It's almost so dangerous to see the vision of where how dangerous this, this virus can go and how they trying to handle this, you know, moving to the fall. You know, one thing that I feel like we got to work through, too, on top of that, is just trying to adjust and work through this cloud of fear. Yeah. Because. And that go back to our dumbass president. I get what you're trying to say when you say, hey, they need to go back to school. When they say, when you say three line, three word, uh, three word sentences where, you know, it's blunt. Right. I get what you're trying to do. But you have to understand that people have been fucked up mentally over the last five to six months because, especially when you're dealing with the lives of kids and people that don't have the the, the capacity they to cares. really they navigate care. themselves. Mm. And so I, I think of having to deal with that cloud of fear of being able to open up to adjust to being around large crowds. Yep. Uh, being able to adjust to being in closed areas. Being able to have that 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 person to person contact, you have to adjust to trying to navigate through that fear, yep. because a lot of times you have people like I, I was I was joking, but this is kind of serious. I've become somewhat pseudo socially awkward in person because I've gotten so used to not being around people that were outside of that were outside of people that I've been around. That when you're in larger groups, you're uneasy a little bit mm-hmm. because I haven't been around a larger group in six months. It's the craziest shit ever. Really, about four months, but it's like almost something we don't even realize how yeah. long it's been. Right? Like I haven't gone to events because I'm kind of uneasy because I'm not gonna be able to deal with the fact that I went somewhere and exposed myself to something if something goes left with me. Yep. And I don't want to deal with the what if, and so. That's and I know, and I'm just—it's just me. I'm—I'm I'm not responsible for anybody else. And so, imagine parents, you know what I'm saying, who have to actually like deal with trying to open that kid up to going back to being around and being held in the in the responsibility of other people. The, and that's where it's going to happen. The parents going to the parent, the kids going to affect the parents. What the parents is going to affect the economy and just just straight parents, parent. Because if that kid go to school, right? That kid get one little cough and get one sick. Yeah, got to go home. But can, and then the, and it's also going to affect the daycare. There would never be another perfect attendance ever. Right. And, <laughs> right. And, 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 and listen, I was just with my buddy. I promise you, I was just with my buddy. That's a uh, a regional manager uh, for uh, a communications company, and it was just um, it was amazed me that he had to put somebody on a coaching because of attendance. 
bro, how, like, how can you, like, that's why I don't know how we're going to really deal with that right. because you're going to have to take certain measures as far as, like, as soon as you see somebody, like, got a got a consistent cough, it's like, because it's almost, them like. Cubi- them cubicles? Exactly. Like, I'm here, if I hear somebody four cubicles away. <coughs> Remember that? Yeah. I'm like, hold up, player. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. Got my, got my little oranges over here. Where your lights are like, But you, you just throw some vitamin C at his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Motherfucker, take that. Like, But, dog, it's like trying to navigate that. And that's why, you know, as we transition into trying to open sports up, you know, with baseball and basketball coming back, how are they going to navigate that? Because we were joking about how it's going to be glorified AAU games and everything like that. That's pretty much what that shit looking like. <laughs> Shout out to Arkansas Joe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joe Johnson, one of the greatest players in the NBA. <laughs> I don't know why he had to put that. Nigga, that nigga got, he bred, he got breaded for doing a little bit of nothing for about six, the last six years of his career. And I ain't even mad at him. Dog. Hey, you can't even be mad because he just showed consistency. Big chicks. Big chicks. <laughs> Right. He really was that nigga who never really gave a damn about really winning the championship. He just he just kept a consistent he kept a consistent haircut. That nigga that nigga hairline was never off. Joe, the Arkansas tape, that baby. nigga hairline was never off. Never three sixty butters. <laughs> you know what? But I do think he should have stayed at Phoenix though. If he wanted that long that that career, but he signed that contract and they were trying to get rid of him because they felt like he wasn't living up to that contract. And yeah. then he went to Atlanta. But averaged by 23 a game and got Ooh. another big contract. I ain't mad at him. That nigga knew how to show up on contract year. You can say whatever you wanted to say. That nigga was clutch when it came up to balling contract year. Because a lot of niggas can't live up to that pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know you know, you got a big pay there ahead, so you, you come out style pressing and you doing too much. That boy came out there, was in the great shape. Buckets was, was like jump shot was, was falling. He did what he had to do, took him to the playoffs. They rewarded him when everybody was getting paid, like in 2014, 2013 or something like that. And he got that big payday again. Cashed out. I ain't mad at you, bro. I can't get mad at it, dog. So that's why I don't know how they're going to adjust in this bubble now. Because, like, first of all, you have a bunch of multi-million, young multi-millionaires enclosed in one one place up to Three months, four months. Yeah, that's a long time. It's a long ass time to be. Is in the ratings worth it? Is it really worth it? Like honestly, I don't know how that's gonna work because only people I see benefiting, like who it really, really benefits, it's the it's ESPN, ABC, Disney. But it also benefits the NBA because you're gonna make money off of your views, viewership. Also. Yeah, that's uh, the only screen. It's like I can't see the NBA Finals being played in the ballroom. That's what that's what you're gonna see. The NBA Finals would be played in the hotel ballroom because that's how they set up the. the, the hold, hold on, I was in a ballroom. Yeah, that's how they set up the the the, the different floors. Like it's a bunch of floors next to each other. It oh, like it's a- AAU for real. It's AAU for real. Like it's I not think all I want to see. I, I think I want. I think I think we as viewers okay with seeing a different structure. Bro, they, they just went back to college. They you back in college for four months, bro. It's Some like ain't never been. So it's, it's back to this high school AAU. It's like LeBron, you got a dorm room now for four months. Like people joking, like that nigga got his own. I, I, I done seen. I done seen some people now. They slick. I done seen on Instagram some of them IG models. 
about two weeks ago, gone here, got a new co-location in Florida. Man, they ass ain't gonna be able to get that bubble. <laughs> There's right. gonna be a lot of niggas trying to get through the parking lot, though. Like, I don't know how. Somebody gonna find a way to finesse outside. They gonna fuck the whole they, shit They up. gonna fuck everything up. And I don't want to put down, I, I'm trying to figure out who I think going to be the first one. It's not going to be JR. You know, people, <laughs> I hate how y'all doing JR, bro. He get a bad rap. Y'all think he going to uh, be the first one. He got a chance at a ring. He ain't fucking that up. I think it's going to be somebody that we don't have any idea that this nigga existed. It's going to be somebody that's like the ninth man off the bench for like the Bucks. Willie Colley Stein or somebody. Yeah, nigga like that. It's going to be somebody like that. Like, <laughs> somebody. somebody like, damn, this old random ass light skin right, nigga. Like, right, right. Kelly Oubre. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to be one of those. Like, it's not going to be an impact player. It's not going to be somebody that we expect. Because I think they gonna... I wonder how are they going to, like, when some, like, how are they going to react to when in the middle of a game, let's say, for example, LeBron get the COVID game seven of the NBA I was just talking about that, bro. Shit got to stop. I don't want to see it. But he said, I'm fine. I can play, but nah, I got to Nah, bro. If they let Magic play with HIV, remember? Hey, they let him play line. with HIV. <laughs> All I know is I can't wait to see the 30 for 30 on Life in the Bubble. Because you know they're going to do one. You know what I'm saying? They're going to have to do one. They already have like uh, extra camera crews down there to you, record everything. Bro, because you, I want to see this shit, bro. I want to see what the fuck this was like. Trying to shuttle all these damn millionaires around mm. to this place for testing, then you got to get tested every morning before you even get into the practice facility, dog. You know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to see how y'all gonna navigate all of this. Who's who snuck out? Who had the plug on snacks? You know what I'm saying? Where did y'all smoke weed at? <laughs> I want to know. That's the other thing is they're not testing while they're exactly. There. So I know y'all got a smoke area somewhere on the premises. They got golf carts that take you to and from the smoke area. I feel like that shit that we don't know that they got, dog, but they got. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey. They got a nigga who who providing cigars, right. papers, raws. Nigga, no, hey. they, got a, they got a section. Hey, we've been growing this. This has been yielding for six months yeah. over here. We found out that they love runts. Right. They love cookies, so, so we brought biologically. Uh, we brought biologists in yeah. to be able to grow these yes. over the course of the last two months. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. The NBA strand hits different. Yes, it got the left. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> hey man, I'm smoking that NBA. I bet you. Hey, a fucking smoking NBA. Smoking NBA <laughs> got me hot like LeBron. Smoking NBA. <laughs> Hey, don't take my idea, y'all. <laughs> it's hey, already there. You patent it. You know, you know. You so put the logo on the goddamn bag over. like cookies. You so know how cookies is branding? The NBA logo, bro, who, who don't want to smoke that, that NBA? That NBA is going to be in a bubble. <laughs> going to be in that bubble. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Let me find that. Let me find that, bro. Watch. Because honestly, that's a great idea, though. Yeah, they, right? grow, they got to grow. Now, if y'all got us living here for three to four months, if at least be, y'all could provide weed. Disney, bro. y'all be stupid if y'all didn't. All them real estate you got, you couldn't grow. At no least weed. y'all could provide weed. You flew in the plant. That's all you got to do. That's all yeah. I ask, dog. Everything you know, the NBA love brands and everything. They gonna right. have their own line of cigars. Yep. They gonna have their own line of papers. You know what I'm saying? Like they gonna have grinders with the logo on there. Everything provided. They, they gonna they, be the first one to um substitute. They're going to be like, NBA has partnered with the biggest THC um, company to... Um, Viola. You know, Al Harrison got his own... Hey, keep keep it in keep yep. it in the in the family, mm-hmm. bro. Hey, yep. 
I'm telling you, marketing shout out my boy Mark, bro. Hey, somebody who needs to sign up. Hey, bro, I, I, you know, I charge for this information. You know what I'm saying? But I will give a small, you know, a small discount if y'all come looking for that. You know, th- th- I, I give it to you. I give you the idea. You know, but the NBA strand, that's that next level shit, bro. Yep. This was grown in Orlando on the premises of the bubble. Right. It'll say that at the, at, on the premises of the, the bubble, bubble, 2020. It has LeBron <laughs> DNA around it. <laughs> shit, your head. <laughs> we we use LeBron's waist and uh, Giannis's waist right, right. <laughs> as fertilizer. Right. Yeah. This was all off the NBA waist. This was, DNA runs deep in this shit. Right. Right. Literally. Right. <laughs> I don't know why I man, thought of that shit. Man, what's up, man? What you got going today, man? I think we finna get out of here. Yeah, man. You know. uh but yeah, it's a lot that that went on though. I'm glad that we was able to touch on it, man. R.I.P. Like R.I.P. to not. Well, I don't want to say that yet, but nah, nah, uh, nah Rivera. I, I, unfortunately, I think that was that was a weird situation. But also, I, I, bro, but remember when I told you about when I was out in it's the, the, the uh, Pacific Ocean? So when I was in Cabo and I told you how the waves. But a lot of in, people were saying that maybe that was like a, a plan because they uh, showed video footage of her pulling up. You know, yeah. And she she parked weird. She you know she was. I, I'm not insinuating. This is just what I saw. She was walking you know a few steps ahead of her son, like kind of like unattentively. Okay. Um, I don't want to make any assumptions though. Uh, but since we're speaking of you know tragic situations, uh, we have you know a good a, you know a good outcome for a tragic situation with the Pop Smoke album you know dropping uh, over the course that was of last week. Bad, that that project. Bad. That project actually surprised me in a good way. Um, he showed a lot of versatility on that, and um, yeah, shout out to Fifty again on that. Yeah, that was a great job. Uh, really, you still—that's why you know you still good for the culture because of stuff like of that. Of course, because at the end of the day, you can—you can tell you can knock Fifty for his outlook. You know, he had his his uh, comments on black women and things like that. Yeah, but you can't knock his his market his his ability to market and his ability to create. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I gotta give him that. Uh, but what I will say is, like the song, uh, my top songs off the album were uh, "Aim for the Moon," um, "For the Night." That's the banger off of the with Lil Baby and the Baby. Also, yeah, I like Gangsters, yeah. um, the Woo, and also uh, "Got It On Me." You know, those are the ones. You know, "Got It On Me" is a, a Many Men remake, and I just. Honestly, I fuck with uh, it was probably about two or three skips out of all nineteen songs. Yeah. So uh, I rock with that one. Uh, and honestly, I'm gonna say something real, real crazy. But this CD, this the feature on here from Lil Baby, is like that he can't miss right now. You know, that's who it's I feel song. like this, this the year. MVP this of 2020. Yeah. You know, he yeah. had the bigger picture song that came out. Uh, in, in, in response to to the uh, George Floyd incident and the, and the uh, protest, um, it's like he had the deluxe that he dropped six songs on top of his My Turn album. Mm-hmm. All six of those were bangers. It's like so if you he he pretty much got that Midas touch right now. So uh, shout out. Uh, you missing you missing one track? Who? I hear Pusha T was on it. I mean that wasn't even one that wasn't one of my favorites on the song though so I ain't even want to give it no smoke because but he was on the tra- he's yeah on he the tra- was on there um, okay it's just 
I didn't even read it. I, it was one. I didn't read into like the, the song was a skip for me, so I didn't pay attention to the lyrics as much like that. So the st- when it was trending, I listened to the lyrics, but I didn't get, I didn't get the, I didn't get the subliminals. But it was I liked the cadence of, of course, and the beat. So I thought, uh, assuming that it was. Gonna I hated that that even that even was a thing because it kind of like took away. Yeah, it took from away from the, big the release, yep. and so uh, that's why I'm glad that. A, pro- a good product was out. The family will be able to eat off of that. So, you know, big shout out to 50 doing that free of charge also. You know, he's not charging anything for his efforts. Mm-hmm. And so he letting the family eat off of that. Uh, so, again, man, it's just a good look. Uh, and actually, um, it was just a good, it was, it was a good week, I think, for as far as content, as far as, you know, for for the podcast. It was Shit, a, it was a yeah. good two weeks of, of content. Uh, so I'm just glad we was able to get back on wax, man. Shout out to that boy D boy and Flim. Yeah, you man. You know, I know y'all been missing them, but you know, having to get in here and navigate through social distancing is a is a difficult situation for us. But we trying to work and make sure we able to drop content consistently again for y'all, man. Yeah, man. We got some other stuff in plan for you guys whenever we can open up and be this, you know, socially again. But you know, right now we still want to try to give you guys good content and give you our opinion on what's going on in the, in, in this crazy world that we living in right now yeah i want to go to mars i don't want to go to mars but um i do want to go outside the earth before i die <laughs> fuck it <laughs> we gotta get our bag up <clears throat> we gotta get our bag up man right. you know they they um so hey if we gotta make that happen bro we gotta just keep doing something to uh push this shit forward with the branding and everything man so uh, you know, we're gonna get out of here, you know, again. Thank you for tapping in with us, man. Uh this was a good show. I I enjoyed the dialogue. Always, you know, always bro. good when we can come in. Always, and be. always. So I make sure before we get out of here, man, y'all don't do nothing we wouldn't do, man. Y'all be safe out there. Already, man. Keep yeah. elevating. Yep. It's your boy Antoine the Source. Man, this knowledge, man. Y'all gotta keep achieving. It's unspoken conversation. One. Tell you, tell you, shit. I'm a decent man. I did some wrong, but I'm always right. So I know how to shoot and I know how to fight. If I tell you once, I'll tell you twice. I'm real discreet, like a thief in the night. Look, if I call you babe, you babe for the day or babe for the night. You not my wife. She wanna kill her to fuck all night. I wanna fuck on a thigh. Give me head on nine. AP, big rocks. In the hood with the realest. 5K on a dinner. Bring 300 down to the dealer. I did some wrong, but I'm always right. Till I know how to shoot, and I know how to fight.